It's been scientifically proven that spending time outside is a, a powerful natural antidepressant. Welcome to Get Outside, the mental health edition brought to you by Ordnance Survey. It is okay to not feel okay. Over the next half hour, we'll explore just why being outside is so good for our heads as well as our hearts. As kids, we, we just want to play outdoors, we want to get dirty. We probably suffer from losing that as we grow older. We'll hear from people who've felt it make a massive difference personally. Now, at my worst, during my breakdown, just getting out the front door is a challenge. And from those who use time outside to help others. We are here to, to provide that support. We'll share a wealth of tips on how you can bring a great outdoors mental health fix into your day-to-day -day life. Start small and don't overwhelm yourself if you're new to getting outdoors. And we'll even try a few out. Try wild swimming, they said. <laughs> well, it certainly makes you feel alive. For more on the positive effects of being outdoors, head to getoutside.uk and keep listening to Get Outside, the mental health edition from Ordnance Survey for powerful stories and practical tips. You might think that a get outside mental health fix means we have to go to the mountains. And we might think that the editor of one of Britain's top hiking magazines lives among the hills. But on both, we'd be wrong. My name's Ollie Reid. I'm the editor of Trail Magazine. Tragically, despite the fact I'm working for the UK's biggest mountain magazine, I, I'm based in Cambridgeshire, which happens to be the flattest part of Britain, um, about <laughs> 10 miles away from a place that is below sea level, believe it or not. So I actually live in the lowest part of the country. The last time I was outside was about an hour ago, taking my son to, uh, to school. He's, he's just started school this week, he's four years old, and uh, we went there on our scooters this morning. Ollie Trail set up mountains for the mind. Tell us what that has involved, first of all. Mountains for the mind, the initial concept, was as an awareness campaign. We realised that there was nothing quite like what our idea for Mountains for the Mind was, which was to actually start taking our own subject matter, which is encouraging people to go to the mountains, and knitting that with the mental health side of things and saying, actually, there are so many ways, obviously, you can benefit your mental health, but going outside and climbing a mountain and being in the hills and camping and, you know, all the things that we love doing and a bit of wild swimming, this is something that we could all come together, we could talk about, we could inspire each other to do it. So we joined together with some, some superb organisations last year, January 2019, when we launched it, Mind, the mental health charity being one, and then some really good partners from within the outdoor industry, Berghouse, Bridgedale and Ellis Brigham. And it took off you know, better than we expected. It was an amazingly, overwhelmingly positive response. A lot of us sort of instinctively know or feel being outdoors is good for our mental health. But what is it about being outside that is having those, those positive impacts? I think it can be a lot of different things for a lot of different people. You know, one in four people in Britain experience mental health issues each year. You know, one in six of them report them to our GP every single week. But then there are these amazing numbers when you dig beneath that, that regular exercise can reduce the risk of depression by 30%. It's been scientifically proven that spending time outside is a, a powerful natural antidepressant. So many other things to it as well. Outdoor exercise can reduce stress and anxiety, improve sleep quality, boost confidence and self-esteem, lift your mood, obviously boost your physical health, which in, works sort of hand in hand with mental health a lot of the time. 
boost relaxation levels and you know depending on the way you you go about your outdoor activities it can grow your social circle by sort of mingling with other people i know that's obviously a lot harder at the moment than it was um six months ago but i think that one of the things that we like to stress as well it, you don't have to climb ben nevis by its north face with a pair of axes in your hand to get this benefit this is about being outside rather than pushing yourself to your physical limits or anything like that and i think everybody gets something different out of it every time they go anywhere and everybody's different what do you find ollie so so far you're, you're speaking as editor of trail magazine what about you personally do you notice sometimes being outside having a positive impact on you and and your family maybe i think yes certainly in in my experience you know i'd i'd be lying if i said i'd i'd experienced mental health illnesses like so many other people that i know have but, you know, I work a busy job, you know, I have all the stresses of family life. And for me, being outside is something I've always done. You know, I, I grew up in the, in the Pennines, in the middle of nowhere, basically. And the simple things like walking the dog to me as a bit of a, just a breather for myself at the end of every day, you know, half an hour, whatever it would be, earphones in, podcast, or, you know, listen to some music or just listen to the sounds around me. And I just find going outside, be it on my bike, be it kicking a football in the park, I have to do it. And if I don't do it, I, I get frustrated. So I'm, I'm almost the other way around, I think. I think that if I don't go outdoors, then I, I start to get a bit pent up. So I just love being outside, basically, everything about it. If I were to ask you, Ollie, for just a, a couple of tips about handy things we can all do, what would they be? My first one would be to actually organise a trip straight away with someone that you know. I, so many of us, me included, are very guilty of always saying oh, we'll go and do this, we'll plan this for the spring next year or something like that. And I think that actually we all build these things up to be such epic things that we have to plan for ages for, but actually just calling somebody up and saying, hey, you know what, why don't we go for a walk today, this lunchtime or tomorrow, or get on our bikes and go for a ride, even if it's only for half an hour. I think that initial step of actually just doing something is probably the single most important thing. And it's one of those things I kick myself for all the time when I... I, I say I'm going to make plans with somebody and don't do it. So I think it's just that literally just do it moment and share the experience with somebody else as well. So that's Ollie Reed, the editor of Trail Magazine, which, as he says, is running the Mountains for the Mind campaign. Now, it's been working with a charity that helps people improve their mental health by getting active outside. It's called Black Dog Outdoors. I'm Andy Higson. I'm the director of Black Dog Outdoors, and Black Dog Outdoors are a registered charity. Our work is aimed at encouraging and supporting people into improving their well-being and their mental health through uh, a reconnection with the outdoors. So we we facilitate outdoor experiences and adventures for for people that are affected by by poor mental health. And and I'm currently currently working from home in Huddersfield, trying to manage uh, manage my day within COVID constraints and, and all the all the challenges that that throws us. The last outdoors thing that I did was a climbing event in the Peak District this very weekend for a Black Dog Outdoors event. Uh, that was great fun. Climbing on rock and the sun was out on our backs with attendees that have never climbed before and, and to see them overcoming their own fears and anxieties and, and really getting stuck in was, you know, it was just it's fantastic. Really, really good vibe. What exactly does does Black Dog do? We provide free outdoor adventures for people, so walking events, climbing events, paddle sport events that are all free to attend for those affected by poor mental health. 
and managed by qualified professional outdoors and, and supported by mental health first aiders as well. So we provide an environment for, for people without really feeling like they're being judged so they can they can talk about their issues or, or not or, or just, just enjoy the day, but, but ultimately get out and, and experience the outdoors. What prompted you to, to start it? Really the fact that I've been using the outdoors as my own personal therapy for a, a good number of years now. Um, I'm a civil engineer by profession, so it's, it's quite a stressful job, quite a busy, fast-paced life. So getting outdoors once in a while, once a month, twice a month, just, just allows me to find balance and, and almost recalibrate, I guess, just to just to pack the phone and the laptop and the, the day-to-day stress and just really relax and kick back a little bit. Perhaps talk me through a, a typical black dog outdoors event. They're quite rewarding days, actually, because, uh, you know, they, we usually meet the, the attendees, whether we've met them before or whether they're new attendees. They, we, we usually meet in a pre-designated location and, you know, you can see the anxiety and the nerves on some people, you know, they're staring at the feet or casting furtive glances around and, you know, they, they don't really want to make eye contact, which is which is all perfectly understandable. And then, you know, by the end of the event, whether it's a walking, climbing, paddle sport, you know, pre-COVID, they would have been linking arms and skipping down the path and, you know, talking to each other like they've known each other for years. So you can see straight away that there's a massive positive impact on, on those individuals on, on the day. And that probably carries them forward for a number of days and gives them some confidence to get back out with, with like-minded people. It's a, it's a really rewarding thing to see. Do you see the outdoors having a potentially a really sort of a lasting difference, you know, really being a bit of a game changer for some people? Yeah, I know of a number of people that have actually made the outdoors their profession. Now they've just gone for a, a complete change in um, in occupation because because they've seen the effects it's had on their life, and you know that's what they want to do now. And a lot of people have given up very very high paying jobs to to do something that they, I suppose, something that they get more enjoyment out of, and where they can encourage other people to to spend time in the outdoors as well. So, yeah, it's, it's, it can be a real game changer for people. What is it do you think about the outdoors that makes this really big difference? Because a lot of us sort of sort of instinctively know it, or we might even have seen it. Yeah, I mean, my, my personal opinion on on the matter is that you know we we're uh, we're not too far devolved from cavemen in terms of the number of years that human beings have been on the planet. You know, we've kind of steadily evolved over centuries and over the last. 100, 150 years, you know, with the advance of technology and I suppose increases in population as well, that levels of stress and pressures have increased on, on humans. And, you know, I think subconsciously we're still living off the land a little bit. And we know it as kids, don't we? You know, as kids, we, we just want to play outdoors. We want to get dirty, we want to eat worms and play in sand pits. And we probably suffer from losing that as we, as we grow older and responsibilities take over. So getting back to nature every now and then, I suppose, is a way of subconsciously resetting ourselves and just being big kids again and unwinding a little closer to nature and a little further away from technology. If people think they they like the sound of what you're doing... Is there a, a kind of a website or something that they can they can have a look at? Yeah, absolutely. We've got we've got a website. It's www.blackdogoutdoors. That's all one word. .co.uk. And there's an events page on the website as well that that people can go to and uh, have a look at our calendar of events coming up. If people can't make those events, what tips would you have, Andy, f- for the ways that we can all just do something outside, which is good for our sort of mental mental health and well being? I think find an interest really find find a find an excuse to get out maybe not overcommitting just just look at trying to get out for just a small amount of time outside in fresh air it's usually beneficial for you and I think one thing that that I found during lockdown was um I started to get interested in um, in plants in flora and fauna so 
I, I downloaded a, a plant identification app on my phone called PlantNet. And, you know, you can just take a photo of a plant and, and learn its name and, you know, learn some fun facts about that plant. I found that quite fun, actually, just walking around the woods, snapping photos and learning. Just just try to get out for a small small walk and then build up from there, really. I, I know there's other anxieties out there, like people people might not want to get out because, I don't know, maybe they, they, they're scared they might get lost or, you know, they, they don't feel competent enough to get out. So so really start somewhere that you're familiar with if, you, if you're going to get out walking to build that confidence. I think start small and don't overwhelm yourself if, you, if you're new to getting outdoors. I think that would be the only other advice I could give. So that's Andy from Black Dog Outdoors. We're going to try out one of his tips now on plants. I'm beside a a random grass verge and I found and picked up all sorts of things. Apart from a discarded plastic bag, I found quite a few plants that I don't actually recognise. So I've taken my photos and I'm going to try and work out what they are later. And even though this is not a lush location at all, I am discovering stuff. I'm engaged and by zooming in... I'm seeing a wider world, which actually can help. And someone the outdoors has really helped is our next guest. That's Ellie Bishop. Hi, my name is Ellie Bishop and I'm an Ordnance Survey Get Outside champion. And I'm based in the Y Valley and it's beautiful. Ellie, what's your involvement with mental health campaigning? Because that's something that's obviously close to your heart and it's Mm. something you do a lot on. It was, I think, actually, it's five years ago, almost to the day, I had a very significant mental breakdown. I was working in fashion and textiles in that sort of high-paced world. I was a designer. I was also um, an academic, and I ran a textile design program. Mm. And it was very, very high-pressured. It was very focused on a lot of things that I particularly didn't want to be focused on like money and to me it didn't sit well I wanted to nurture talent I didn't want to take money and the pressure just built and built and I had a breakdown but working in fashion and textiles I think if you're going to have a breakdown you have it in Paris so I had mine in Paris Um, (laughs) you know um, I wasn't there for long because I couldn't stay and I came home and was very unwell for quite some time. You mentioned the uh, the breakdown. What is the impact of that? Well, for me, it was terrifying and confusing and a complete loss of control of everything, uh, which for me at that time was a huge issue. I was incredibly organised, very, very efficient and and I, I couldn't function on a most basic level. My husband at the time and my children were phenomenal. I can't praise him enough in his support of me during that time and my family. But personally, I just felt completely lost. And it manifested itself physically, which was the strangest thing. And I went to a National Health course so one of the things that they do where I live in Herefordshire is they put you on a thing on a course and it actually teaches you about the science behind anxiety and stress and I started to learn that all these physical symptoms that I'd always thought were like repetitive strain injury or that I was you know working out too hard and therefore these muscles were hurting more than normal Mm. has she found out that the physicality of mental health is 
just as big an impact on your you and your body as what's going on and, and the confusion in your head. It was just a, a huge kind of like onslaught of senses mm. being ripped to pieces. Yeah, but it changed my life and um, for the better. And I'm poor but happy. <laughs> <laughs> and how, Ellie, how did the outdoors help with, as you say, change your life for the better, it you're is. happy? So how, how did that play a part in that? Um, a huge part. Um, I can remember being at the doctor's and he just leant over his desk and he said to me, he said, right, he said, I want you to just go away somewhere. He said, where can you go? And I said, well, my best friend lives in Cumbria, just outside the Lake District. He went, perfect. He said, go. He said, just, just go, have a week away. He said, turn off the phone, don't take the laptop. He said, and just walk because he knew me and he said you like walking he said to just walk and so I was there sort of like a you know little four-year-old kid was almost like I had pigtails and I was there just (laughs) nodding going yeah okay um so I did I just I went home and I said I'm going to the Lake District and phoned my friend and literally 24 hours later we were heading up Skiddle and we were about halfway up and my friend Marie and I we were just talking in the way that best friends do. Mm. And I just said to her, I said, oh, this is amazing. I said, I could do this for the rest of my life. And Marie, being Marie, just turned around. She looked at me. She said, well, why don't you? Uh-huh. And walked off and just carried on <laughs> up the mountain. And I stood there and I went, oh, oh okay. <laughs> and the way, the, the fact that she just kind of made it like such a simple decision almost for me, it just opened the doors and then suddenly I was like, she just, you know, she mentioned that I like writing. She also mentioned that I love the sound of my own voice. So, <laughs> in a nice way. So, <laughs> so there kind of came the idea for starting to write about my experience and to talk about it. So going into schools and, and sharing what it's like and then how the outdoors has helped. These days, I think it'd be right in saying that the outdoors is absolutely central. You're no longer, I don't think, doing textiles and fashion. Nope. It's a very, So what is it you do these days as your day to day? My day to day, I'm now a fully qualified mountain leader and outdoor instructor. And alongside that, I also do, I have, I have a blog, I do a lot of writing. But essentially, for me, my day consists of going outside and encouraging other people to get outside and just have an amazing time in this beautiful country that we live in. If people are listening and thinking, do you know, I, I, I think it could help, but I'm not quite sure where to start or I'm not quite sure how or I can't because, I don't know, it might be I live in a, a very urban area, for example, mm-hmm. I don't have a garden, whatever it might be. Yeah. What, what springs to mind? The simplest tip and the tip that I give everybody, and it has a scientific basis as well, is just give yourself the goal or the challenge of going outside just for 15 minutes a day. Now, at my worst during my breakdown and when I have relapses, just getting out the front door is a challenge. But setting myself a 15 minute goal is really achievable and realistic. And it could be as simple as just 
going and sitting out on my doorstep in the sunshine, soaking up that vitamin D for 15 minutes, turning the phone off and just seeing what I can see and listening. Or it could be going for a walk around the block, taking the dog for a walk, going to the local green space or the park. So that to me is probably the one thing that I say to everybody when they're starting out is just start with 15 minutes and your confidence will grow and it's it's just small steps. That's Ellie Bishop, mental health campaigner and ordnance survey get outside champion. So right let's try something lots of people swear by as an outdoors mood booster wild swimming here I am beside a, a calm stretch of river I've done all my safety checks I know this is an okay place and I'm not doing anything rash <laughs> I must say though you know those days when it begins to feel all autumny and a bit cold and it looks like it's about to rain <laughs> so that's the day I've chosen to do it will it work I'll let you know in just a moment Right, <laughs> a quick change later, let's see how it feels, that's the feet in, <laughs> now for the rest of me. That's a bit of a shock initially but certainly in touch with my surroundings <laughs> and that actually does does really make you feel alive. Well, I'm in a local patch of woods now and it's, it's actually not very big and it's not that wild but perhaps we don't have to be somewhere amazing. Perhaps we just need to work out ways to get the best out of where we are. Sometimes though just suggesting that people go and do stuff isn't enough which is where charities like MIND come in. My name's Nicola Whitehead and I am the Mental Health Sport and Physical Activity Project Coordinator at Dorset MIND. And when was the last time you were outside yourself, Nicola? Actually, this morning, I tried to, to take time every day to be outside. So I, I did a, a little workout this morning in my garden and went for a short walk as well, just to sort of blow the cobwebs away. <laughs> That sounds perfect. I'm thinking sometimes, Nicola, that we might know it would be good for us if we did so-and-so, such as be outside. But I'd imagine sometimes people actually knowing it is one thing and being able to do it is something different. So how can organisations like Mind help? Quite often finding the motivation to to put your shoes on and step out of the door can be challenging and it, and it can be quite a sort of daunting task for some people. But at Dorset Mind, we, we run a, a range of services, including one of the services we run is the Befriending, which is a one-to-one -one support from a volunteer and an individual who wants to use the service. And that will involve usually the individual and the volunteer who are matched together, meeting up somewhere and doing different activities. So it could be that they meet up and go for a walk together or, you know, walk to the shops and go for a coffee and whilst they do that, they're connecting and building a relationship and sort of working towards goals. And there's lots of different sort of support that we can offer as well in different sort of well-being groups that, that we run for, 
for people. Currently, we, we run the Get Set to Go program, which is focused on exercise and physical activity and providing opportunities for people to take part in exercise and activity in quite a structured way, in a welcoming environment. So it's not so intimidating for people. And you're from Dorset Mind, so you're obviously mentioning Dorset Mind, but would we be right in thinking there are counterpart organisations up and down the country from the charity Mind? Yep, so there's different local mines up and down the country. So there's one in, in, lo- in lots of regions. So we're down in the southwest and north, east, west over the country in different regions. There'll be local mines who can offer support um, and services like that. Is there a central website or a place that if somebody is listening, either it's them or someone they know and thinking, do you know, that might be that might be useful just to get it, just to make that initial contact. Where should people go first? The central website for MIND itself, so the, the overall national charity, is mind.org.uk. And anyone sort of listening down in Dorset, then it's dorsetmind.uk. And it's spreading the message that, you know, it it is okay to not feel okay. And it is okay if you're feeling down and isolated or lonely or confused anxious we are here to to provide that support and and to make it known that it is okay to feel that way and to try and enable people to recognize those feelings and to kind of find ways to sort of manage that and hopefully we can provide support in in the different services that that we have to help people and I think a lot of us instinctively feel being outside can actually help. Have have you seen it make a big difference? Yeah, I mean, I spoke to somebody earlier and they've kind of taken up cycling in the morning, so four or five days a week. And just that feeling of achieving something at the beginning of their day then allows the rest of the day to to look a little brighter and you've achieved something and then you're in the mindset then to make it a really successful day and it makes you feel happy when you come back that you, you've achieved that, you've done that, you've got outside, um, you've cleared your mind. I think it's important that you don't have to be a, a top athlete or an elite sports sports person to, to get a lot out of being active and being outside. Um, it's all about finding something that's right for you and that works for you and makes you feel good and gives you that boost to boost your mood. And it can be pretty much anything, can't it? And what would your top tip be? It's thinking that anything counts in terms of being active and moving, no matter how small it might be. Sometimes I just go out and I just look at, I look up and I look at the clouds and somehow that helps. <laughs> Definitely. At Dorset Mind, we place quite a lot of emphasis on something called the five ways to well-being which are five ways that you can use to look after your mind and I really feel like being outdoors can help you achieve all of those five ways so the five ways are connect be active take notice keep learning and give and I think the example you just gave there certainly comes under the take notice so noticing your environment and surroundings just looking around and seeing what is around you and appreciating that So that was Get Outside the Mental Health Edition, brought to you by Ordnance Survey. It featured insights and tips from the editor of Trail magazine, Ollie Reid. 
My tip for doing something outdoors that can almost immediately benefit your mental health would be to call up a friend and just say, you know what, we're going to go and do something today. The director of Black Dog Outdoors, Andy Higson. Start small and don't overwhelm yourself if, you, if you're new to getting outdoors. Ordnance Survey Get Outside champion and mental health campaigner Ellie Bishop. Connecting with nature. Going out for just 15 minutes a day provides you with enough vitamin D to raise your serotonin levels and it can really make a difference to how you feel. And Nicola Whitehead from the Dorset branch of the Charity Mind. Connect, be active, take notice, keep learning and give. For more on how being outside can help us all be healthier in body and mind and for tips on getting started, head to getoutside.uk.